0: Thank y'all for tuning into Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. I want to give a big shout out to Red Circle, putting a little change in my pocket. Uh, let's see, who else? All the sponsors we have, uh, Chris Nobles with Nobles Broadcasting, thanks for the free internet. Uh, anybody else giving me money right now, let's thank y'all, you guys are fucking awesome. Um, you should probably know your sponsors a little bit better, but I'm, I'm not very good at that. Uh, I just like the chicks. Um, today with me, I got Miss Brianna and Mr. Jimmy who I'm super excited to have on the show. And uh, we're getting to hear about a TikTok love story today. And uh, I can't wait. Can y'all hear me good?
1: Thank you for having us,
2: Josh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, appreciate
0: you having us on here, man. Well, I keep... uh, I've got thrown into y'all's videos the past couple of weeks. uh, Because I just now got on TikTok like two or three months ago. I said I was never going to have TikTok. And uh, shit, Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed with it now. And y'all are two of my favorite people to watch, especially that ass shaking you did the other day, Jimmy. That was uh that was good.
2: See, it won't just for the ladies. It, won't, love just, that. it won't just for competition. I knew there'd be some fellas out there. I, I, I appreciate it. I
0: appreciate <laughs> it. Uh I just uh I thought it was funny. I wake up that morning and I see where uh Bree did a video and then tagged you in it. And uh, I was blown away by how much better your dance moves were than Breeze. So, uh Okay, th- that's
1: rude as hell. That's not rude. Let's it,
0: talk about how good you can dance, Josh. First off, my dance moves are legendary. It just takes a whole lot of alcohol to make it come I out. I have
1: a video. I have video, and I will put it. I will put that video all over social media. I've got one.
0: First off, ma'am, I've already beat you to the punch. I wouldn't have sent it to you. Uh, if you scroll back in my TikTok, there is there is a cluster of uh, me, me having way too much fun. Um, and there's an even better one I haven't yeah. sent you yet where I'm literally passed out standing up but still trying to dance. It looks like I keep trying to tie my shoe. Oh, it's bad. All right. I, all I mm-hmm. do is hang out with musicians and their tolerance for alcohol is way higher than mine. And uh, they knock me down a, a mm. lot. They put me in my place. Um, but enough about me. On to the important people, TikTok's favorite couple. Right. Uh, how did y'all, let's just start off with how right. y'all met and everything. And by the way, uh, I want to tell you real quick before we start, Jimmy. Uh, I know you're a farmer. I appreciate it. I come from a farming family with peanuts and cotton. Uh, farmers don't get the appreciation they deserve. So uh, thank you for the job you do. A lot of people probably don't tell you thank you, but we know how food gets on our table around
2: here. And we uh, appreciate mm-hmm. it. Yeah, absolutely, man. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yeah, we don't always get the the appreciation uh, for all that we do do. You know. I
1: thank you all
2: the time. Well, I know you do for my takers. <laughs>
1: That's
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> so, everybody. Everybody, you know, actually thinks that we met on TikTok, but I was actually driving to Atlanta, load, uh, delivering a load of taters, and I saw her standing on the corner. Oh,
1: <gasps> <laughs> you take that back. Uh, <laughs> he is lying. He is yeah, lying. Yeah. We met on TikTok.
2: Yeah, it took her three, what we just figured Three, three July, months.
1: July, all of July. August August, September majority of October so basically like four months yeah
2: three and a half four months to her to follow me back well this
1: lady Gina she tagged Jimmy in a post of mine saying that I think that you and Jimmy Jones would make a great couple and I didn't see no I did see it but I was dating somebody else at the time, so I didn't do anything about it. I no, just kind of left it. it.
2: For you to date oh. somebody before you even knew who I was.
1: You want to talk about you. Yeah. But I just, I didn't do anything with your comment because I was dating somebody at the time. So, um, but then when. Um,
2: but she was sweating right just waiting to get waiting to get to mm -hmm. that comment right
1: right i'd saved it yes yeah i know you did so then she called gina comment which actually i'm friends with gina now like we've got each other's numbers my mom and her talk or yeah my mom and her talk all the time um Yes, yeah, so she left that comment, and then he responded back with. I'd well,
2: she had Morgan Wallen's song playing, uh, Spin You Round. Yeah,
1: because I said in the video, if it's not like Morgan Wallen Spin You Around, then I don't want it.
2: So my comment back to that, and this was all in July. Um, the comment, She actually commented in June, but I didn't see it until July for some reason. No, so
1: no, no, the video I made in June, she commented made, in right, July.
2: That's right, that's right. You made the video in June, she commented in July, yeah. and I saw it in July, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, but my reply back to that comment was, um, I'd wear a hole in the kitchen floor, spinning her around
1: for a chance, a chance to try or
2: chance to try. Yeah. Something like that. Oh, yeah.
1: and then, um, if- I know, just a cuter. I had to
2: Google I had to Google good, res- right. good responses. What
1: do I say back to someone yeah, I'm trying to get no, with I on TikTok? To, I, don't,
2: I don't know how to come up YouTube. with that mm, stuff on top of my head. Not at all. Mm-hmm.
1: No. But then, so I was friends with um, this guy, Do You Even Taco, on TikTok. And then he had, um, did a video about doing like a cop car ride-along thing that is now the group. The ride along, which Jimmy started, and, and all that stuff. And did I say ride along? Yeah. I said ride along.
2: Yeah. And so
1: Taco said a video, did a video, said that he wanted to do a ride along with a police officer. Officer Kingery got a hold of it, and then he
2: do it He do
1: edited, it, and then Jimmy got a hold of it too, and got in Lawson, and got in TR Georgia. and Georgia, and then I saw him. And I saw Jimmy, and then I was like, Jimmy Jones the third. That name sounds familiar. And I was like, oh, it's that guy that commented on that video of mine. And so then I followed him back, back in like late October. But
2: And my first thought was, here we are about to do this ride along thing. <laughs> hey, you know, with all these combined you know, big followers. I was really small on the totem pole compared to all them, which I still am, and which I'm fine with. And uh, You
1: have over 700,000. I know, not it, small
2: compared to them. Right. There's four over a million. Right. And, uh, but which the numbers don't matter. We don't matter. We're all brothers. And uh, I was like, man, here I am, just finally getting ready to jump on this thing, and here she comes, wanting to want some clout chasing. Oh, <laughs> I, I know you did, but I still. I thought you might have been clout chasing. I was worried. There
1: ain't nothing cloud about me. It
2: don't matter because I let. I was gonna let you You're regardless. Already. I was gonna give it a try.
1: <laughs> oh my god! But he was. uh dating somebody at the time right you were talking to or yeah, dating
2: somebody?
1: no dating somebody yeah you
2: so, how rude of you to date somebody before you gave me a chance on that rude and uh, i should have i should have tied myself to the bed and waited yes yeah
1: but yeah so he was dating somebody at the time and i was talking to somebody and um uh then he ended up breaking things off with that girl
2: yeah and we, we were
1: just friends. Yeah, we
2: had just talked as friends. Like she, she reached out to me one day about the um I wouldn't say it was a breakup, just kind no, of The guy
1: yeah, the guy that I was talking to, I was really upset because he hadn't like contacted me all day and um it was like five thirty and it was because normally I would call one of my girlfriends about something like that, but for some reason something told me, and I do believe it was God. Something told me to I know it
2: was God. Uh, he told me the other He did. He did. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: i just gonna say yeah. i hate both of y'all y'all are
0: so freaking cute i was there watching it's like you know what i'm gonna download Tinder again <laughs> i hate seeing this this is getting <laughs> this is literally being rubbed in my face right now me and my fat single ass over here it's,
2: now just keep going i'm just gonna keep drinking well, brother i'm gonna tell you what if I could be, if I could be sitting right there, I would be rubbing your face. That beautiful red beard. That beard is something I else, mean, that isn't it, is, boy? My right. Buddy Bubba had a beard about like that one. Maybe not quite that long, but it was, it was beautiful like that. But, a, I love. It. I just chopped all mine
1: off. He had a full foot beard, boy. Yeah, it wasn't that long, but
2: it was. Thick. It don't. It don't, it don't,
0: thick don't matter.
2: But
0: thick. As long as it's thick mm-hmm. and it's not scraggly, that's all that matters. That's right. Yeah. it's still why do you
1: say it's so girthy Like, it's
0: still <laughs> oh my God. No, no, I, li- I like how he f- freaking <laughs> yeah, anyways, says okay. it
1: it's yeah. so aggressive so okay so I called him Um, I FaceTimed him because I was really upset about this guy that was just not talking to me and not treating me how I wanted to be treated and all that stuff and so FaceTimed him and he shame was, on
2: you for having standards for
1: God his- how dare I? I get on to so, women about
0: uh, that all the time, about having nothing. standards.
2: You got to right. man, these women and men, both. I mean, you got to have standards. You got to set goals and standards and do not waver and right. do not give up on them because that's when you, you give up part of yourself and you stop being part of yourself yeah. to, to, to make someone else happy. And there is such thing as compromise. Absolutely. But, so, Truly giving up your standards that you set yeah. for yourself. It's,
1: like Jimmy told me in the very beginning, he said, I want you to write down things that you will not waver on in a relationship that is a deal breaker for you in a relationship. And I did, and I shared all of them with him. Um,
2: I, I asked her different things like, you know, what is your favorite things to do? One of her favorite things to do is to go to Barnes & Noble and sit down and read tabloids drink coffee. And I was like, when's the last time you done that? She was like, I don't know, it's probably been about five years. And I was like, I want you to set a date this week. This was back in
1: November. Yeah,
2: this was back in November before we started dating. I was just being a friend. I mean, I would do this for any friend. I would tell them, you know, what do you love to do? Go find something you love to do. Mm -hmm. Set aside time to do that. You set aside time to watch your favorite show at night. You set aside time to go. You know, have a drink with a friend or whatever it is, you know, set aside time to go to church, set aside time to whatever, go to the gym. I mean, set aside this other time to go through this favorite thing it is. You know, obviously some things like walking on the beach, if you live in Missouri, isn't a, you know, <laughs> a thing. But um, you need to set them goals for yourself so that you're always doing things that's building you up. And that was one of yeah. the biggest things I, I've learned through dating a lot of people, because I had a lot of girlfriends, um, that a lot of people are not as strong as they put on to be.
1: Or they'll, they'll give up part of themselves because they think that they need to do that in order to please their spouse. Yeah. Like, I saw this quote one time that said, you are not your spouse's world, you are a part of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were... And- we were just talking about this other night on the show is I don't understand why people fall in love with each other and then try to change one another. Like you you fell in Uh love with that person. Most of the time, if you fell in love with that person because who they are and then you don't like some of the shit about them and you go to change it and then you fall out of love with them because they're not the person you fell for in the first place. And it makes no sense.
1: Yeah. absolutely because it's like if you don't you fell in love with that person and then once you got them on lock and you want them to change well go find that person that you want that change from you know there's somebody out there for i truly believe there's something no there's not someone out there for everybody because some people are just shitty people i thought
2: mine had got hit by a bus no
1: me. and then she was just
2: waiting <laughs> in georgia yeah she was waiting in georgia i thought somebody i figured when my ex girlfriend was riding around on the bus just hitting mm-hmm. every damn girl ever could one. beat. i think they just run over
1: mm-hmm. run over
2: mine
0: i always, no, I, always I always say my soulmates out there flying around the country somewhere and i'm scared to get on a plane
1: what did we say when i was in there last with tyler we yeah. said someone tyler's soul or someone's soul, someone soulmate is uh out there pulling on a push door and we just look yep. at tyler
0: that's what t- <laughs> yeah y'all, tyler was a. Uh, by the way y'all go listen to tyler branch i'm glad you brought him up um yeah i just uh man i i don't know i believe that everybody's got a person. I'm a hopeless romantic anyway, but I believe you're, everybody's wrong for you besides for one person. And you got to go through all that bullshit to find that one person. And a lot of people just give up, but you're not supposed Mm -hmm. to give up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, where was I? Oh yeah. And so then I FaceTimed Jimmy and he was in the middle of doing something with taters with bins and all that stuff. And then he just stopped what he was doing. And then I was just literally bawling my head off. And not literally, but I was figuratively bawling my head off. And um, he just let me cry for probably like two to three minutes. And he just said, what's wrong? And I just said, why am I not good enough? And he just said, you are good enough. And I said, then why won't he call me? And he just looked at me and he just goes, because it's not the one for you. And um, he's just like, when, he, when it's the one, there'll be no question.
0: Yeah, and th- there won't be. You know? Uh, You know, one thing Mm -hmm. that I I think is extremely funny, and I don't know when they originally coined the term that they meant it this way, but I love the fact that somebody told me one time that the reason it's called a breakup is because something's broken. And most of the the time, broken things can't be fixed. But us as humans, we want to fix broken people. But the sad thing is there's probably only one person that can actually fix that broken person. And uh, it's kind of ass backwards what people do. I, just, I dig what y'all are doing. Yeah. I dig what y'all are doing. This is, it's refreshing. You see a lot of people that social media has tore relationships apart. And it's very rare you see them bring them together like this. I would almost think that with y'all two, you're both not very jealous people. Because I imagine the attention you two receive is insane. It's a lot. Yeah,
1: and I mean, like, there's, I don't know, like, there's just, we're both a part of the same world. So, like, we know that. I mean, like, there was one instance where I was just like, you know, I don't want to see the comments on this video that you're about to post. He's like, well, then just don't look. You know, and I mean, it's it, you can't control. A, a girlfriend of mine told me, she was like, Jimmy's going to post what he's going to post. He's not posting to get that kind of attention. But he can't control the comments. He can't yeah. control what people comment on it. But what you can control is how you respond to it, if you choose to respond at all. You know, and I will stand behind. Women on TikTok are Far more grotesque <laughs> than men will ever be. My God.
2: Well, men get thrown under the bus for making a a, a gesture, a, a comment towards, you know, a female.
1: We were talking about this um, the other
2: day. Where, you know, men get thrown under, oh my God, you know, if you look up this guy, he's married. I can't believe he's doing this. But women can easily mm-hmm. get on there and say, you know, oops, my ring fell off. Oh, my ovaries are...
1: Don't tell my husband. Come
2: tell, yeah, don't tell my husband I've watched this video.
1: Which, can you imagine the comments if a man said that? Yeah,
2: that's so what I'm saying. If a man said, Oh, hold don't yourself tell my, to that same yeah, standard. Don't tell my wife I'm watching this same video, this girl mm-hmm. booty dancing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that video she's talking about was going or where I had danced and. And I hadn't done a lot of dancing. I've always danced since uh, way before TikTok, way before. I mean, there's a video of me on YouTube where I was dancing on a stage in Florida in 2014. <laughs> I mean, I busted. I all the it. I'd just shoot out there that do that Copperhead Road. Hell right. yeah. <laughs> Hell. Hell yeah. I'd tear up some line, I'd tear up some line dancing now. Golly. But
1: then like a lot of like, it's, I mean, I'm not, I'm not jealous but there are certain things that get brought up that bring up insecurities from the past, but I cannot hold what other men did to me onto Jimmy because Jimmy hasn't done those things and that's not fair to him. So whenever I do, Jimmy and I have always been open with each other since day one about our past, about decisions that we've made. You know, we've had those hard conversations that a lot of people don't have. And I think that's why we work so well is because we're not afraid to have those hard, open conversations well, you, with each other.
0: You have, you, know? to, you have to, and like yeah. w- one of the things that a lot of people just really miss. And I'm the king of giving relationship advice, and then not in a fucking relationship. But because uh, mm. I, I expect more from one, like I want what my grandparents had, and until I find that, I'm yeah. not even trying to settle down again. But with what y'all do for a living now, you two have built reassurance between each other. And you help take mm-hmm. away those insecurities by building up that reassurance that, hey, it doesn't matter if this is a 10 that's in my comments or in my DMs or whatever, uh you can see it. You know, I don't give a shit about her. I'm yeah. I'm yours. And a lot of people yeah. just don't build up that reassurance to where you're comfortable. And uh y'all mm-hmm. y'all honestly seem legit. Like you two have an understanding of each other to where a lot of people don't mm-hmm. uh i don't know unless i don't know if i could date somebody that was on social media the way that i'm on social media if they did not expose everything to me and me expose everything to them i i wouldn't want it i'd be i'd i think my insecurities would get the best
2: of me i mean it it is a lot it really yeah. is but it's like um she don't post thirsty stuff and i don't either yeah back to the dancing thing like I've always danced ever since I was a little kid, man. I mean, I was nine years old and did a dance for the whole fifth grade class by myself. I, need I, mean,
1: to see them VHSs.
2: I, I if I could find the John Brown thing, I'd, I'd post it on YouTube. That's your mama. But um I've I've always danced and I I took a little bit of a break when me and her got together because I wanted to build up that reassurance. I wanted to build that strong foundation. I didn't want there to be these questions of me out here doing thirsty con content. You know, um, when this little dance challenge thing kind of came up, I love a good challenge. I don't care if I lose first round, second round on my, I love a challenge. It, it just something about it drives me. So I wanted to be part of this. So I told her, I said, Hey, I'm going to do this dance. You know, I didn't just go out there and do it. And I knew there was some concern there, but I also had done made up my mind. I was going to do it. And, and I'm glad I went ahead and did it because it did help. And she, she said, well, I know these, you know, these women are going to get kind of crazy in the comment section. I said, look, I said, they have the right, you know, we have freedom of speech here. And I did a whole post on this. Uh, we have freedom of speech here. They have the right to say whatever they want to. You had the right to ignore the shit out of them.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I was like, do what I do. Like, I'll go check the comments on a video of one of my inspirational videos. But a lot of times when I do a dance video, I don't ever go check comments because I don't care what they said. I dance because I like to dance. Mm -hmm. I moved my body the way that music told me to move my body. I don't really care where you think it's good, bad, ugly, great, wonderful, want to see me naked, next time what, it don't matter. Um, I just dance because I want to dance. Same Mm -hmm. thing with singing. I don't really hardly ever go back and look at them comments because it don't matter. Mm -hmm. But inspiration, I do like to, you know, see that I've touched and made made a difference in somebody's life. Uh, so I do read those comments. But that's the biggest thing is you got to learn that, that internet is its own whole world by itself, and and you don't need to get your validation. Which I think
1: a lot of couples do that, like the social media couples. They meet on social media, and it can work. I mean, we're proof that it can work. Like. We got some shit in the very beginning of, like, you guys need to put down your phones and get to know each other. Like, bitch, we, 15 to 60 second clips Yeah, you see of our relationship.
2: I added it up that first weekend we were together and everything blew up with both, you know, all our videos just, you know, with the love story. Um, I think we spent a whole, it was six or seven minutes. Yeah, total. Six or seven out of four minutes, days, out of four days, we spent six or seven minutes online,
1: uh-huh.
2: and that was it. Yeah, and then we did do one live together,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then For like
1: maybe an hour, yeah,
2: and then checking a few comments here and there, but that was it. Mm-hmm. I mean, a matter of an hour and a half out of 72, mm-hmm. 96
0: hours, or whatever. Yeah. So well, Well, even like the checking the comments on the inspirational stuff, like I don't believe in checking the comments. Like I am very bad about if I post something going through and just harding everybody's stuff just to show my appreciation for them doing something anyway. But if you're putting something out that you uh, believe in or something that just hits you or it's just funny as hell to you, it doesn't matter. You should. I feel like you should never read the comments for the simple fact that you don't want to see one person or a couple people out of a couple hundred that have, that say something different. It makes you change your train of thought. You're never going to make everybody right. happy. And I know like, I like to post about how I think big girls are beautiful. I love all women, whether yes. little ones big medians, I don't care. I think all women <laughs> should be told they're beautiful. I, I think they should. And every time yeah, I put, right. po- every time I post something, Telling big girls what badasses they are. There's always some 100-pound little girl that comes there and gets pissed and completely misses the point. It's like, look, people probably tell you you're attractive all the time, but when's the last time a girl that was 300 pounds got told she was pretty? Everyone deserves to be told they're beautiful. And I, I, I just quit reading it. I quit reading it because people are going to make shit about themselves, and it almost had me second-guessing myself, and I was like, nope, I know where it came from, I know I posted it from my heart, I know I meant what I said, so to hell
2: with what anybody else says.
1: Absolutely.
2: Well, there's just one thing that I've come up with since uh, TikTok has kind of grown, and that is, I ain't never seen a hater doing better than me. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And that is something that I don't mind reading a comment that don't particularly agree with me because I I lived in California for two years in 2015 and 16. I'm sorry. And uh, Yeah, you I agree. Yes. I lived in Los Angeles. <laughs> are you glad you're
1: not there now? Hell yeah. Oh, boy.
2: I wouldn't be there. When they said pandemic, my ass would have been, I'd have walked on. Damn yeah. right. So he no. put
1: his hand up like he's in church.
2: Yep.
0: <laughs> li- or no. like you on the corner in Atlanta
2: yeah that's i've been thumbing it for real but um um made a lot of good friends love love some people out there but i mean i realized then that like the the world is definitely not think like people from bailey north carolina Mm -hmm. and uh you know and i always i was always very cultured anyway um i might have grew up in a small town but i was always pretty cultured um With different races, different uh, uh, backgrounds, religions, things like that. I was always very well-rounded when it comes to different things. But just being around it constantly every day for two years really gave, you know, my eyes up that that everybody in the world don't think the same. Mm -hmm. And so I'm okay with – I got some really good friends out there that don't agree with anything. I mean, they don't believe in my religious views. They don't believe in my conservative views, um, anything like that. We didn't get along on any of those levels, but we were able to be friends because we let that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff go and didn't talk about
1: it. like One of my best friends of 30 years, she is a staunch liberal, voted for Bernie Sanders in the primaries and voted for Biden because I'm settling for Biden. We don't agree on a single damn thing, but what we do agree on is that we're both badass females and we can put our politics aside.
0: Well, mm-hmm. well, the way things are now, I don't believe everything's black and white anyway. I believe that the media mm-hmm. and, and assholes have made us think that you have to pick a side. I don't believe yeah. in picking a side. I, I'm one no, of I the way, stuff. just the way y'all are talking. One of my best friends uh, is an atheist, and I, I love the good Lord and we'll always will, but we just don't talk about it. She's a very good yeah. person. It's just she was raised different than I. But I know if I was to need somebody right now, she'd come, she'd come take yeah. care of me in a heartbeat. And that's why,
2: yeah,
0: that's why I don't judge people off their religious beliefs, off of their uh, political beliefs or anything. I judge it off how you treat me. And I think that's where yeah. a lot of people that are so freaking hard-headed... They forget that fact. They forget that you're allowed to have an opinion. And just because we don't have the same opinion don't mean we can't get along. If the whole world had y'all's idea of how you're supposed to treat people, even if they're different, be a whole lot damn better place.
2: That's right. Yeah. Well, like you said, the media drives a lot of stuff. And a lot of people don't, they do get so upset about that one comment. That one person that did not agree with Mm-hmm. out of hundreds of people that did agree that one person i've seen creators um have these huge setbacks um from one comment from somebody that doesn't pay your bills that doesn't do anything for you you know go into you, know, you run know your
1: left yeah
2: and that's where i I just considered him a hater or i even try i was just talking about i know we uh i said something about the ketones thing when we jumped on here i had somebody kind of bashing it and after i got to talking to them um and then on my instagram uh they had sent me a message um i actually it wasn't i wouldn't say convinced i almost said that word but that would be a bad choice of words I just talked to them enough, and they were like, oh, okay, I didn't know that. I realized, oh, okay, now this, you know, I gave them facts and information. Mm. And after you give somebody facts and true information, it will change the outcome or change the outlook on how they look at it. And that's one thing I want to commend Brianna on is, you know, I live in a small town, so I get picked on sometimes about a lot of my big social media stuff and all, and they say, oh, y'all met on TikTok. Dirty, dirty, dirty. Like, damn right we
1: did. Look, like, how, look how we're thriving. And like, you're sitting there alone <laughs> at 37. Yeah. In
2: your lazy boy. you damn lazy boy. Um, y'all just
0: described my life, by the way.
2: I was okay. about to say, I wonder how old he is, because
0: I, I feel I'm like thir- just, <laughs> I'm, I'm 33, but I do sit at home alone a lot in my lazy boy, so... What? Well,
1: you got, you got four years, Joshua. You yeah, got
2: yeah. you got four years. years. You're
0: not 37 yet. I feel like I'm 47, though. It yes. changes when you turn 37.
2: Of course, <laughs> 48 for me. 48 for me. Okay. There you go. But um, I told um, one thing I, I love to tell people. I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah, we met on TikTok. Ha, ha, ha. I will like, say, but have you ever been on Tinder? You ever messaged a girl on Facebook? You ever messaged a girl on Instagram? You know, Match.com. plenty of fish. Anything ever, you know, you ever had a crush on a movie star? That is, that's media. That's, that's social media to a degree of some sort. I said, TikTok is a wonderful way to meet someone. I said, because it's not just Tinder. that has got, you know, five pictures up here and it's all filtered. And mm-hmm. four of them, you're with a group. So, yes. <laughs> <God. laughs> you know, and every damn girl in the group looks the same. Or
1: every guy's <laughs> holding the damn you know, fish. Yeah. He
2: has a don't hold a fish in your dating profile picture, yeah. just don't, unless you're on plenty of fish. Then I feel then like I it's pretty good. That to. Yes. And uh, <laughs> so, but you know, not only is there video where you get to either hear this person's voice, or if they don't do use their voice, you at least get to see a lot more of their personality. Mm-hmm. And there's also a comment section, and uh, Brianna being very, very political on her no. um, yeah, on her uh, <laughs> social media. Uh, which I am not. Um,
1: he keeps that. Off. I
2: keep all that stuff to myself. And uh, nobody needs to know. Uh, I, obviously, if you got any common sense, you know where I stand on it. I just don't talk about it.
1: You said common sense. <laughs> well, common sense ain't so common
2: anymore. you damn um, right. <laughs> yes, but i i want to commend her for because i got the opportunity over those three and a half months while i waited patiently almost starving to death (laughs) because i wouldn't leave my phone for you to follow me back okay um that i got to read i got to read how she handled a lot of those naysayers and um people that came at her um harshly and negatively and and didn't agree with her political views I got to watch how she handled people in the comment section. And I said, this is somebody right here that I could probably see myself with because she, she's not going, she's going to know how to handle it in a respectable way and not come right, not clap right back at you. Like, Oh, if you don't believe in what I believe in, then if you, you this that and the other, you know, well, you know, like what we've just seen. It's very, very what's the right word um it would be very good if everybody could realize that you can not have the same views and still be friends like we were saying a while ago Mm -hmm. and i watched her change people's minds by giving them information and facts and truth and uh resources and things like that to to check and go read on their own and like i said just giving them facts and and helping them I ain't gonna say help, but giving them the option to see it a different way, and um, I thought I, I want to commend her on that. And I thought that was really, really good of her. That's um, so short. I'll be trying. Mm-hmm. I
1: Google what
2: to say. <laughs> before uh, no,
0: that that's one reason why people know how I am about a couple things. I don't care what your political beliefs are, as long as you have information to back it up. I am open to hearing mm-hmm. an argument, but have the information to back it up. Don't tell me just because mm-hmm. you said so. I don't like that. Yeah. And then yeah. uh, when it comes down to religion, I know what me and God have got worked out. Keep right. like we can keep that distance with other people. I, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't mind having that conversation if all you want to hear is how good God's been to me, going. I yeah. probably don't deserve any of it, but I don't want to hear you bashing him. Um, but what I was getting to is when they were telling me about Brianna, I go on the lives and stuff like that. And I've had people on my show that have been a little rough around the edges like me. Cause I like rough people. I like people that have a good heart, but at the same time, you know, I like to say I'm built for bikers and, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, you love, you love yeah. And whenever I was, when they kept telling me about her, I finally had to message her one day. Because I saw some of the comments that she said and some of the stuff that she did. I can't stand the clapping back videos when you're just being an asshole to somebody. But I would see the stuff that she would do. And it was not trying to even change their mind, but just informing them. And I was like, that's gold. What, what she's doing mm-hmm. is, is what you're supposed to do. Because that's how I ignore most of them, 99% of them, unless you're just completely lost your damn mind and have no idea what you're talking about. But uh, the way she handles herself, I I completely understand. Uh, that that is a very cool trait to have in somebody because you know, I would think how she's going to handle an argument with you now. Maybe she'll be reasonable. Yeah. Maybe I mean that, that's may, a, maybe
1: he yeah. said maybe you're still. A, I mean, we haven't had any like yeah. arguments. Like we've had like things like okay, well I don't really agree with this. Well I I don't see a problem with it. Like we've had those things, but like nothing. We haven't had an argument yet. Well, but, I mean, it's, you know,
0: it's, speaking from, exp- like- speaking from experience, one thing that'll turn a man off on a woman in a heartbeat is the first little thing she blows up on. And if it's something small, mm-hmm. it'll run him off in a heartbeat. Yeah. I, I know it does to me. So Jimmy had a chance to actually see how you handle confrontation before this confrontation. <laughs> right. And, uh, Hey, I commend you. I commend both of y'all on that. That's, that's good for y'all.
1: And I mean, like, there's, um, like, cause I used to just like be real. I just, I used to like pop off real quick when I was younger.
2: I told Um, him not to do that. I fried him jobs.
1: Right. (laughs) No, (laughs) whatever. He's fine. I'd pop him so quick. Um, but like, I've learned that whenever something that like happens or he says or whatever triggers something in me, I take a step back and I'm like, okay, I need to sit on this for a second. That's what she said. Yeah. And... figure out okay is this that big of a deal to be brought up to him or is it something that's within me that i, I told you that yes you did you're yes you did you're yeah. right i'm sorry yeah yeah because yeah. Okay.
2: because there was you're something right. there was about three days in a row and maybe I, I might be off on them day might have been two might have been four or something no
1: it was when you're talking to me about whenever like farming season would start
2: Well, it was that there was actually something that you brought up something and the next day you brought up something. They were very small, minute things. And that's why I said what I said. Like, could you take, if it's not something that's like detrimental, something that's huge, you know, that's weighing on you big time and you've already been thinking about it for 24 hours or six hours or two hours, depending on how heavy it is, obviously different things are going to affect you in a different way. I said, if there's something that pops in your head because something I just said, because I don't know how I do it, but I am <laughs> I am the king creator of insecurity. And oh my god, I will say the damnedest things that just create all and I don't mean anything by it. I'm literally just talking about like an old experience. Uh, most of the time, like if I bring up any kind of ex-girlfriend, it's not because I miss them. Cause God darn, i tell you, they're an ex for a damn reason. Mm. Facts, brother. But it's, it's, it's more for like a, just like what you did today. You know, um, I had something, we had something happen this afternoon and it was really interesting. Um, something I didn't know. So when I'm working, I am just get it, get it, go, go. Everything else can wait. And, um, I'm bouncing around and I'm running and doing this and doing that. I had, I was loading some drain tiles, some concrete drain tiles on my trailer. and I had the back coat and the chain and all this. And I was putting them on there and this guy come driving up behind us. I didn't realize he wanted to, he was about to borrow and use the back coat. I thought he was just trying to get past us. So I jump off the back of her right quick, and I go around to where she's at, and I'm like, hey, just drive my truck. And I got a 40-foot gooseneck hooked to the back of my truck. Mm -hmm.
1: I've never in my life driven something like that
2: before. He let you drive uh, that? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. How scared were you? Me? Me? Oh no, I did I, I left her. Oh. <laughs> he
1: literally said, he literally said, Hey, I need you to drive this. It was just like right around the corner. He's said, like, I need you to drive this real quick. And I'm just like, Oh, yeah, that's fine. Are you serious?
2: No, no, you said I can't. I oh, can't. Yeah. I can't. I said, Yes, you can. I said, Yes you can. I said, I need you to do it right now. I said, get in the driver's seat said, and follow me. He
1: said it a lot sweeter than that.
2: I, I felt know. like I, I yeah. felt like I was Oh, okay. I was sweet. No, and you I was like, sweet. do it. Do it for
1: me. Yes. Yeah, you said it a lot sweeter.
2: I'll give you some of this. If you do that.
1: Yes. Yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I liked it. I liked it better when you was mean with it. (laughs) (laughs) No, I told her, I was like, get in it. I was like, come on now. I was like, this guy's waiting. Come on. He's trying to get, I just got to get this shit out of the way. Come on. So I just jumped on the back and took off. I was like, she'll figure it out. If she runs over a school bus or a tree or what the hell ever she runs over with the trailer, she'll just run over. And um, she come up. Once I got parked, and all I did that, it though, she did it though, and she ain't hit nothing. And um, she come up, and I could tell she was feeling some type of way, you know. And I said, What's wrong? She said, I just kind of had a flashback to an old relationship that I got fussed at for not doing something right. And I was like, well, you didn't do anything wrong. You didn't hit nothing. And even if you would have, it would just be like me every day. Because normally I run into something every day. <laughs> I was like, so you, you're fine.
1: Well, like when it's ingrained in you for all, for that long of time, you know, you automatically think that it's going to happen that way. Especially when it happened that like He was like, all right, I need you to get out. I need you to go do this. I'm just like, I can't. Ugh, nope, I can't do it. I was like, yeah, hey,
2: you can. You'll figure it out. Go ahead.
1: Are you serious? Like, yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> get on in there. I thought he was joking.
2: That I'm a lot like mine. That's old school, like my dad, where it's just like you figure it
0: out as you go. You damn right. That's called being trauma triggered. Yes. That that is. And when I tell you, like
1: I was in, I was sitting in in his work truck, and I was just like, I can't fucking do it. I can't fucking do it. Oh my god! And then I was like, okay, well, no. He said to make wide turns, so I got to back up a little bit so I don't hit the the bus, and then I got to go around and make a wide turn, and then the whole time I was in like fight or flight mode, and I was just like, if I mess something up, he is going to. Because this is a work thing. And I was like, if I mess up, he's going to have my ass. And I was like, wait, he's never done that before, so why would he do that now? And and then, you know, so I was trauma-triggered. Beyond, but what made it all the, this is, how, this is how you handle things with a woman or a man who's trauma-triggered. You sit there and you do what Jimmy did afterwards. And you say, I didn't mean to. I said,
2: you? I didn't mean to trigger that. Whatever it was I did.
1: Yes, or bring
2: that out. Because I don't know if it was exactly something I said or just putting her in the yes, situation. Putting me in
1: that. Yeah, and then, then he said, I didn't mean to put you in that situation to where you would have been triggered.
2: Yeah. Because uh, he didn't. Know.
0: But it's great that he knew. like that, <laughs> Acknowledging to himself that he knew something was bothering you beforehand mm-hmm. and you actually talking about it back to him, that's how you <laughs> keep shit from bottling up and becoming a problem. Right. And uh, that that's great. That's great that you knew that there was something off with her and thank you for being one of the few women in this world that when something's actually bothering you you tell the fellow you're with what's bothering you instead of us having to ask a million times what's the matter
1: I mean, there has been a time or two where he's had to ask a few times but i just wasn't ready to talk about it because i didn't want to preemptively say the wrong say it the wrong way and it come out as if i'm attacking him so i had to take a minute to like gather my thoughts about it and you know figure out how to say it the right way So that we don't get ourselves into a situation or an argument where it's taken the wrong way. And, you know, but like a lot of people don't see that on TikTok. They don't see the reason why we work so well is because of our communication with each other.
0: Well, you're both reasonable and logical people. A lot of people run off of instinct, especially when you get mad or whatever. You want to run that's off of just that first reaction. The fact that you yeah. just said something that was super important is that you thought about it before you said it, like you worked it out beforehand, instead of just blaming him for old old mess. And that and that's mm-hmm. that's what you're supposed to do.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I can tell you with um past incidences a past relationships, we we'll just call it that. Past relationships that, you know, um, one thing I commend her on, and I, I do like that she how she comes forth with the problem or the issue or the concern or whatever it is, whatever you want to call it. She comes to me calmly and talks to me about it. She says, "Hey, you know, I've been thinking about this for, you know, a couple hours, a couple days." You know, like I said, depends on the weight of the issue. And she comes to me calmly, quietly. And
1: non-accusatory. Yeah,
2: not accusing, you know, just, hey, i got a generic question. You know, just about a while ago.
1: Yeah. Hey, you got a
2: hair straightener in there. You're like, do you just have that for, was that an ex girlfriend's, Or did you, like, buy that for girls well, cause or whatever? First,
1: like, I know that I am the only woman in his life. And I am yeah. everywhere on his social media. I'm everywhere. Like. People in his hometown, they're like, I see you everywhere on his social media. I had never seen Jimmy like this over somebody. And my products are all over his house. And, I mean, and the thing is, is like, if somebody's going to do something, no, they're going to, they're going to fucking do it. Yeah. You know, but like, he had, a, like, he had a straightener in his uh, bathroom closet. And I'm
2: bald as hell, baby. I don't need no damn hair straightener. Right. Beautiful. Look at Beautiful.
1: Him. But so he had a straightener in his bathroom and I was just like, I wasn't thinking like, oh, he's got some girl in here. I was just no, I was literally thinking, like, why does this man have a hair straightener in his room or in his in his uh bathroom? And I was thinking, well, because he's got a whole bunch of like little things like in his bathroom just in case like people stay over or whatever. And I was like, maybe it's just one of those. I just asked out of complete curiosity, but I came to him. And I didn't want him to think I was accusing him and of she, something. Yeah,
2: and she didn't come at me like why you got a hair straightener in your thing. And obviously it ain't the first time she's ever seen it. I guess. No, that was. Oh it was? Yeah, because that
1: your
2: your little oh. toiletry bag is blocking it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I was wondering why I was wondering why you just asked. Yeah. I figured you had done seen it. Because uh, actually been in there I ain't no telling how many years this done been in there. That, and uh I'd be surprised if it even worked. <laughs> uh,
0: Whenever you have a situation like that though. Uh, I know that is a big deal for me, how you come at me when you have a question. Um, One thing that has always caused me to run away from women is I hate being accused of something when I haven't done it. There's probably a decent explanation if it's there just like what you had, and I hate, 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 hate. I'll tell you what would happen to me. Uh, With the toxic women that I like, I would have got hit in the face with it while I was sleeping they would have waited till I was knocked out and they would have came in there and they would have popped my ass with it and uh-huh. instead of asking me hey why do you uh why do you have this straightener well my ex-girlfriend left it here Did you, you that's
1: exactly yeah he was just like one of my ex-girlfriends yeah. I left here he's like I don't know who it was to be I'm, honest I'm,
2: and cuz <laughs> I'm glad she didn't even ask and cuz I I wouldn't have been able to name who it was I don't know what color she meant, she
1: meant what color it is it it's like red or something okay like. yeah I, <laughs> I don't even know what it is
2: I mean obviously it's been buried in that cabinet since God knows when it got put there. But see, I'm also the kind of guy I grew up me and my mom and my sister. And then Daddy woke up at four thirty every morning and he was gone before any of us even woke up. And but so I, I shared a bathroom with my mom and my sister. We all had to get ready for school and work and everything at the same time. Um so there was a box of tampons beside the toilet in the bathroom in this one family bathroom that we had. So stuff like that ain't never been weird to me. So just like when I moved in my house, um, and I went to go get the big bulk of things that I needed to get. Uh, this was 10 years ago. I was 21 years old and I went, I was going through all the toiletry stuff, getting my deodorant, and my, um, stuck condoms and this oh. stuff. I picked, I picked up, uh, some a whole multi.
1: You could have gone with any toiletry, and that's what you chose.
2: I picked up tampon, picked up God. a box of tampon because you know I got girlfriends. Not when I say girlfriends, I got like friends that are girls. If my sister was ever over here, my mom was over here, whatever. I'm more, but I guess. But oh I don't know weird shit.
0: anyway, it's all right. You're uh, more likely to see uh tampons in my house than condoms, anyway. So
2: I get it. Yeah, I mean, you uh, know. I keep I keep stuff like that under the sink just in case I ever have a friend have an emergency, mm-hmm. you know, or something. And uh, so stuff like that ain't never been weird. So it ain't weird to me to even keep a hair straightener or a blow dryer yeah. or a I don't, fingernail removal stuff. I got some of that in there. I bought that oh. just to have, but I don't know. I might paint my toenails one day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so- uh
0: so uh y'all y'all two are just so damn adorable and like i, I literally commented on that All right, that video i made the other day of y'all two dancing i put relationship goals on it uh because i'd already seen some of the stuff y'all had posted or whatever but y'all actually have it figured out like just in 45 minutes i can see that how I say all the time, like, I want what my grandparents had or whatever, where they figured each other out, and then they were fucking cool with it the rest of their lives. Y'all got it figured out. Like, you're yin and yang. You're bouncing off of each other, and it's so obvious that it's honestly sickening. And... <laughs> I, I'm
1: sorry, Josh. I, I have gone through so... You know a lot of what I've gone through. Yeah. I've gone through so much shit that I fucking deserve You You're damn road. right you do. Yeah.
0: I'm glad that you have it. Like...
2: But and, and it's the Me case.
1: Too,
0: it's well, the,
2: you, you and a lot of other females too. You don't want to ever leave everybody out. Everybody deserves true happiness. Mm-hmm. Everybody deserves a good thing. It's just there's been a lot of people that had a good thing and didn't realize it. You know, mm-hmm. and I might be I might be going out of rabbit hole. Not a, not a bad one, I don't think, but just. I don't ever want to leave anybody out. Like, you deserve this. Yes, you do. I was just talking about me. I know. And I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm saying A lot of other people do, too. And I, I just hope that other people can get... Get a taste of yeah. what we got, and and, and
1: you just got to be patient. Yeah, though. the
2: biggest thing is you got to be patient because God knows for why rush mm. sometimes from one relationship to the next. I couldn't, I
1: couldn't you know. get in a relationship. I yeah, didn't, I'm the same I way. Get in one. I, I yeah.
0: don't, two thousand, I don't think it's the patience with y'all. I think it's the understanding of each other. Yeah, it is the biggest. The understanding is the biggest
2: thing. Yeah,
1: but, we just get each other. Like there was. Like, when he came down and visited me in um, December, I mean, I I wasn't nervous, but I was, like, I was excited, you know? And then, like, that first, like, night, like, there was no weirdness. There was nothing. Mm -hmm. Like, it literally, like, I I remember getting out of my car and walking over to him. And, like, the only thing that I could think of to say when I saw him was Jimmy Jones. And then from that second, I was like, this is it. Like, this is going to work. You know, and, um, but well, we talked for like two, like a month or two or something like that, right? Maybe like a month. We
2: were f- friends for, let's see.
1: We were friends for like a month.
2: December, December the 20th. November. Yeah, we were, we, yeah, we talked for about three weeks and then, we were friends for about three weeks, and then we talked
1: talk talk about seriously
2: for about three weeks. Yeah. So Because I know it was about six weeks altogether. Yeah.
1: And I pushed him. I'm not, not pushed him away, but, like, I was very apprehensive to start anything because I told my best friend, Rachel, and if you want to get her on the line, call her. She will verify this. I told her, I said, Rachel, I know the second that I say let's go with this guy, it is full send. I know it. Like, I know he's it. I know that this is going to be the real deal. And I'm so scared of getting hurt. And she was like, but what if you don't? What if you don't get hurt? And you miss out on the love of your life.
0: Yeah, You will
1: regret it.
0: There's too many people that once they fall off that horse, they don't want to get back on it. Uh, I had to argue with some parents last night. I coached softball for my daughter, or help coach softball. And I had to argue with some parents last night about, just how they treat their kids or whatever, and and that's a whole different story. But one thing that if you did not know how bad it hurt to lose, you wouldn't understand how good winning feels. And yes. and with y'all, what you're talking about is, you know, it hurts like hell to get your heart broke. But I I firmly believe that there comes a day for all of us, as long as you don't settle. That when you're standing at the altar and you're getting married to your best friend, that every heartbreak that you ever thought about, you won't think about anything but what's directly in front of you. You, But if you give up, you never find that. You're just bitter, uh, I know people that are older, like in their forties and fifties, that decided after their first marriage they were never going to marry again, or they was never going to be with somebody, and they are bitter and hate life because they gave yeah. up on love. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, in my opinion, like I said, hopeless romantic here. It, is life even fucking really worth living if you don't got love?
2: Right.
0: And I oh I, a thousand percent yeah.
2: But like when um one one more thing bouncing the opposite of that. Is when you you talk about toxic relationships a while ago. When you see them red flags, mm-hmm. so in in my past relationships, I had some toxic ones too, and and I always tried to fix. You know, even if I was the toxic one, I'd always I'd do better. I'd do better. I'd do better, and I didn't I didn't want to do better. I wanted to in my mind, but I really never did better. So yeah,
1: sorry, with no change is called manipulation. Exactly
2: and uh that that's that's solid and um so it took me a bunch of a bunch of ups and downs to finally realize that when you start seeing them red flags and them toxic issues and those things like that cut it yeah. right then walk away yeah. clean
0: well, one, because, well once you see so many it's not it's not it's an occurrence i mean it, it's going to keep happening and, and a bunch of us want not yes, change yeah. that but but it,
2: it's it's always going to be there yes yeah yeah i tell I, I most matter of fact the girl that i um broke it off with right before me and her got together i told her she's a great person but she just she had uh you know a hot little attitude and i told her that i said you got a hot attitude i said you come at me really really full force and uh with, with an attitude and I, i'm i'm not going to bounce back but any other way but with my temper and my own attitude i said and you got the um i said and i what i'm what i'm seeing here is i'm seeing red flags i said and i'm gonna have to walk away from this now while i see these red flags now i'm gonna need to go now because i've heard too many people over the years say i saw the red flags five years ago i saw the red flags you know in the beginning but i thought that i could ch- well that's your first problem right there you thought mm-hmm. you thought you could fix somebody you thought you could change it people are who they are they do what they do mm-hmm. they that's that's just what it is mm-hmm. and you got the you got to learn to walk away when you start seeing them red flags because you Indeed. ain't doing the head and continuing yep. down. A, um, Can you imagine
1: like if people just did what Jimmy did with those red flags, how many years you would save yourself? Yeah. Like, my God, like if I had seen red, if I had actually acted on red flags in previous relationships, I mean, like I'm, I'm a firm believer in everything happens for a reason. God does not allow a single thing to happen that he does not want to happen. But there's also free will. You know, so he's going to like, all right, I, I, this is not the person like God doesn't see somebody for you that he has for you. And it's like, I'm going to take that away from them. He doesn't do that. No. You know, but he does see the person that's not right for you. It's like, all right, well, you got a choice. You can either continue on or you can go down this path and you can meet the love of your life sooner. Or you can go down this shitty ass road and then do this, that and the other. And you'll get to that other person later. But you're just going to go through this shit first. You know, but I mean, Jimmy made sure that before we even got started, he was like, I need you to be a hundred percent. I need you or, you know, damn near close to it. Yeah. He said, I need you to love yourself. He said, because you can't get yourself worth from your partner. That has to come and from if, you.
2: If you don't love yourself enough. Then you're going to be relying on your partner's love to fill your yes. heart. And that's not, not your
1: own. My happiness is not his responsibility. That's Damn true. right. It's not. It's uh, not. That's my responsibility. He adds to it a thousand percent and I add to his. But at the end of the day, if I'm not happy, <coughs> I need to go figure out why I'm not happy. It's, I mean, obviously, like there's certain situations where it's like a spousal, spousal, a spousal like abuse. So that's a whole different ballgame. Oh, yeah. But like day to day, I'm not responsible for him being happy. I'm not responsible for him feeling like a man. That's his job to make himself feel that way.
0: Yeah. How are you supposed to make somebody else happy if you're not happy with yourself? I mean, that was
1: his biggest thing. It, he was like, I need you sense. Like before I come down and visit you. He was like, I need you to be 100 with yourself. He said, because there's going to be a lot of time during March through November that I'm not going to be able to give you a hundred percent of myself because I'll be busy farming. And, um, so before he came down, I made sure that, I was as damn near close to loving myself as I could. Cause I was like, I want, I want this man. And so then I told him probably a couple of weeks before you came down, I was like, all right, I'm ready, but I'm, I'm afraid to get hurt. And he was like, well, I am too. Yeah. Cause he was like, but he's like, I've been hurt before. He's like, but you don't know until you try.
2: I can tell you in 2000, um, that was the end of 2017. The last couple of months, i had got hooked up with this girl and it was toxic and i fell just just fall down the damn rabbit hole as i could fall and for whatever reasons i did i still can't tell you today what in the world made me like that girl as much as i did but it was all for all the wrong reasons and that girl ripped my heart out of my chest and it was all my fault i mean it was all my fault it was red flags everywhere there was there was pure truth like leave me alone and i couldn't leave it alone i don't know what it was and um i i i just i got hurt bad i got hurt real bad and for the next i swear for the next whole year the whole year 2018 i was feeling empty voids and i was using people to try to try to feel the love back in my heart or try to cure cure this pain and this, that, and other, 18 was a wreck of a year for me. Me and you are twins. I'm just... I told, I told him after my podcast
1: with you, I said, you're going to love Josh.
0: Same thing. I met this girl completely by accident same year. She had a daughter that was my daughter's age. Her family was amazing. Like, I loved her family as much as I loved her, and that's never me. Like, I... I feel like sometimes families get in the way of stuff, so I try to do still be nice to the family and mm-hmm. respectful because it's the way I was raised. But this is our life; let's live it our way. But uh, same thing. Yeah. And it came out of left field when I got when I got my heart broke. Like didn't see it coming. Just bought her and her daughter all kind of Christmas presents and all this stuff, and then right after Christmas, right before New Year's. She broke up with me just out of the blue. She was already talking to some guy and not telling me. And uh, (gasps) oh yeah, yeah, it was bad. Um, They're married now, so congratulations to her, by the way. Same
2: exact thing happened with mine. She was talking to somebody else, left me, and they got married five months later. Boy,
0: and
1: text me her name, Joshua. (laughs) Uh, uh, Let me
0: know. She boy. She actually messaged me. uh, I don't know. If you can't tell, I like to have a little bit of whiskey and stuff when I do these shows. I don't. I'm not mad at this person anymore. Like there was a whole year that when I say that I drank myself silly, uh, her favorite, her family's favorite drink, which ended up being one of mine too, is Wild Turkey 101 and Coke. And I literally would get a fifth of Wild Turkey 101 a day or every day and a half. And I, dr- if I did not have my daughter, I was drinking because it hurt so bad. And any girl that paid me attention. In those six, seven months right there, I uh, I I would I wasn't very good to him, And it was just me trying to fill that hole. But now, and I had, don't get me wrong, I had got drunk and, and texted her, but it was always nice, never ugly to her. But then whenever the podcast blew up and she saw it like in the top 100 in the world, she uh, she messaged me. And uh, she was like, I've heard you talk about me a couple times on the show, and I very much appreciate you not being ugly about me. And uh It it took something that I didn't think I had in me, but I told her, I was like, look, uh, if I'd have stayed with you, I would have never got my job in radio because I, I would have, I would have loved you too much to go sit there and entertain other people all day. I would have never done the podcast now because I would be too worried about your insecurities. The best thing Mm -hmm. you could have ever done was me is completely wreck my heart and rewire me. And, uh, it was a blessing in disguise. So, I, I completely get where you're coming from. And I still, to this yep. day, don't know why I was infatuated with that woman the way I was.
2: Uh, I'm the same way, man. Like, people are like, what was it? Because, I mean, I was – I mean, I'm tall my head over heels. And I was like, I don't know. I mean, like, she's good looking, but I've been with good looking girls. Yeah. You know, this, that, and the other. I mean, like, every quality she had, I had had that quality in somebody else. It was nothing – it just, like you said, it was just something toxic there. And, but, but if every bad thing that has ever happened to us didn't happen to us, we wouldn't be where we are today. Mm-hmm. If we had, if we'd have hit a home run every single time, we wouldn't be where we are today. And I know everybody thinks that you want to hit every single home run. You yeah. don't. Yeah, you don't. We because do- you
1: learn from one that you don't
2: hit like you said a while ago if you don't if you don't lose some you
0: don't respect the win damn right we just had a guy which we just had his big riders round thing where i live uh several folks from nashville that's got good names up there stayed with me the past two weeks and we'd listen to music what listen to them play and drank too much but uh the other night we did a sh-
1: drank too much i don't believe it
0: this
2: it, man makes me want to make
1: a drink.
0: <laughs> it, well, I'm glad I do. And I also hate the fact that I do. Um, but we had this guy stay with us. The guy stay with us named Dustin Heron.
1: Oh, my God, Jimmy. Don't fart like that. Yes. Leg, listen and everything. Well, boy. Now everybody knows on
2: the podcast, the top 100 in the world, that I farted.
0: <laughs> hey. While we, while we was on the
2: podcast, Tr- they didn't have to no, know. They probably thought it was a crinkly board in this old house.
0: <laughs> <they'd let> <laughs> hey. They've heard worse You can shit on this show all you want to I promise you They've heard worse But um, we had this guy on the show the other night Dustin Heron Um, Him and Tyler Branch did an episode with me Dustin has had a song come out called It's Me Again Jesus And uh, we was doing the show and everything together And we got on that very subject right there I am a firm believer And there's a lot of times in our life We want to be somewhere else And we obviously never (laughs) want to struggle but we have to be where we are to learn the lesson that God wants us to learn. Yeah. I am not a good Christian. I always say I'm not an example setter, but I know who my Lord and Savior is and I will always shout it as loud as I can. But the thing is if we didn't like if we didn't appreciate the journey, then we wouldn't yeah. respect the destination. So even if' yeah. you're, even if your destination is rocky or your road is rocky and hard, a lot of people want to be on the straight and narrow. Straight and narrow doesn't build character. It doesn't make you different. It doesn't make you a line compared to sheep. Yep. Some of us have to be warriors at the end of the day, and we can't be soft cupcakes like a whole lot of people. And so, yep. like, and I'll tell you one thing that I believe this just from talking to y'all. And if y'all ever go y'all separate ways, then just pretend I didn't say this. But you can see where both your rocky roads led each other to each other. Mm -hmm. And if it was not for those rocky roads, then you wouldn't appreciate each other the way you do and try to have those understandings. Y'all are one of the few couples I've ever seen, and I've only been talking to y'all an hour together. But you can see where each other's trauma has made you want to support the other person's trauma and Mm -hmm. to take the insecurities away instead of holding those insecurities against each other. And that is a beautiful fucking thing.
1: And I did, a po- I did an Instagram post the other day with a picture of him and I, and I just said something like every tear, every lonely night, every prayer prayed, it. I, I would do it all over again because it means that I get you in the end. And I mean that I would do it all over again a million times if it meant that I got to be right here where I am now. enough
2: fart in your face?
1: I, would, I wouldn't want anybody else to fart in my face.
2: I did that good damn answer. Yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's how we end the show. Love, <laughs> love it, love it. it. Go ahead. I'd love to say one more thing about what you said about not being a good Christian, and I'm not trying to change your wording, but maybe just give you a little. I'll tell you how I say it. Yes. Anyway, sir. not trying to tell you just because Christian. Oh, he's going to tell you. Christianity is such a big thing to me. Is I I don't ever like for somebody to say that they're not good at something because that's like saying I can't. And can't don't belong in my dictionary. And I know you didn't say can't, but it's kind of similar if you get where I'm going with it. But is I always say I wake up a sinner first and foremost, just like each and every one else does. Mm-hmm. And I can always be a better Christian. Just throwing that out there for you. Mm-hmm. If you don't marry him,
0: I'm going to.
1: I'm <laughs> I am I've already told him I will
0: yeet this IUD That's right it. out. That, that is – what did you just say? She's going to yeet it out. I don't know how yet. Go
2: oh, my God. Uh this right here in a minute.
0: Uh, no, let me tell you. What, what y'all just said, and Jimmy, how, how you just said that was perfect. That is why I love having folks that are real and they're not scared of their faith or whatever. We have a lot of shows on here that are so – really, really serious. Tomorrow I've got uh, a guy who runs an addiction clinic here that is several years sober and he's bringing his wife with him that also struggled with addiction. So I do a lot of serious shows. Um, We just did one with a preacher uh, last week named uh, Aaron Tanner that uh, writes songs that uh, he runs a Christian home. And uh, everybody always gets on my my butt about it, but what you just said it, it describes what I'm trying to do perfectly and you worded it way better than I did. Is uh, I wake up a sinner, but I'm trying to be a better Christian every day, and I fall short every day,
2: but uh, you I know, too. I, but, but in you, my prayer every every night, I, I say, Lord, forgive me for my shortcomings today. Mm-hmm. You two
0: are gold, and I hope I'm telling you, I'm blown away, I'm blown away right now. Uh, next time that you're in Georgia, uh, oh, we're meeting. Yeah, Absolutely. well, we we've got to. I uh, I don't know if Bree's gonna get to go with me to that thing for the the woman that's running for governor on Tuesday.
1: But I've got to try and get somebody to watch my kid because okay. I've got him, and it's it's four hours away from me. Yeah.
0: Well, if you wanted to go, if you'll come here, you can just ride with me. Uh, if you okay. if you don't want to, it's fine. Uh, but I I also think too, and let me let me say this, and I'll let y'all go. The people who are asking like us to speak or to hear Jimmy, his message, or y'all's message on TikTok, we're all trying to put out something positive into the world. And it is, I, I think it's a blessing when folks like all of us get together because the more we push each other's voice, the louder that voice is. And maybe we're not right to everybody, but to be honest with you, the people who think we're wrong, I don't want them listening to me anyway so
1: that's
0: right you you guys are doing a great job and uh you are as advertised jimmy i already knew she was (laughs) you You are i already knew she was she's the real deal but so are you and uh, i appreciate both y'all coming on to the show and uh thank you thank y'all for giving me a little bit of your time tonight
2: yes sir absolutely i look forward to meeting you in person one day soon
0: oh we will we will well you enjoy uh handling them taters tomorrow and uh you, you do your best not to do no more dancing videos all right. You you <laughs> you went you went full caucasian with that and then you can tell Jimmy got a little hood in him. So Oh, yeah. hey, hey. and the
2: thing is I, I that was like about level four out of ten <laughs> I'm you, I, I can turn it up but i didn't I, I was trying to go easy it was only around oh, thank two
1: god, yeah, god
2: i'm gonna turn it up tomorrow. Turn it i'm gonna
1: get up. on the hood
0: and take my shirt off data boy well thank y'all and uh i'll be talking to y'all soon thank y'all for coming and thank hey. y'all all y'all for listening to politics religion and whiskey we'll catch you the next